0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Faith In It podcast. My name is LaShonda Tania, your host, and I am so excited that you have decided to join us for yet another episode of the Faith In It podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing the dangers of unforgiveness. This is a topic that I feel we really need to dive into, sis, because it is so easy for us to get caught up in our pride and so easy for us to get caught up in our feelings that we don't even realize the effects that unforgiveness can be having on our lives. Now, I'm not going to be talking about this subject from a blind eye. I really have dealt with this for many years in my life. I felt like unforgiveness and resentment have plagued me for a very, very long time, and I really feel like it wasn't until recently that I started to really unpack and unfold the effects that unforgiveness were having on me. So I really just want to dive deep into this because I know that all of us have been wrong in some form or fashion and and something has gotten to us where we've gotten into our feelings or we've talked to God and we have thought like God how could they or how could he or how could could she or even God how could you let this happen and if you've been in a place where you've just found yourself constantly thinking about that wrong or constantly feeling like I will never forgive this person for that or I can never forgive um, this situation or that situation whatever your situation may be whether that been from childhood trauma whether that been in a friendship in a relationship on your job, wherever the event or the um, offense took place. If you've been in that space, I really just want to urge you to really start to pray for forgiveness. According to Psychology Today, forgiveness is the release of resentment or anger. Forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation and one doesn't have to return to the same relationship or accept the same harmful behaviors from the offenders. It goes on to say forgiveness is vitally important for the mental health of those who have been victimized. It propels people forward rather than keeping them emotionally engaged in the injustice or the trauma. According to the American Psychological Association, forgiveness involves willfully putting aside feelings of resentment towards someone who has committed a wrong, been unfair or hurtful or otherwise harmed you in some way. Forgiveness is not merely accepting what happened or ceasing to be angry. Rather, it involves a voluntary transformation of your feelings, attitudes and behavior so that you are no longer dominated by resentment and you can express compassion, generosity or the like toward the person who wronged you. In relationship to the Bible, the word forgiveness means the act of pardoning an offender. The Greek word forgiveness is literally translated to meaning to let go. Now, I know from my own experience, it is not easy to just hop up and forgive somebody, especially when you're still upset or you're in the anger or you're in the midst of talking about this or thinking about this. It can be something that could just really have a hold on you. But that's one of the dangers of the unforgiveness. Unforgiveness clouds our judgment and it holds us hostage and skews our perception of what is really going on around us if we're not careful. Now, I've had a lot of things go on in my life that could have kept me plagued and, and bogged down with unforgiveness from my relationship with my parents, both of my parents, um, to the relationships that I've had with friends relationships that I've had with coworkers, you know, friendship breakups, just being offended by things that people say and being offended by things that people do. And then also just unforgiveness that I could have for myself for some of the mistakes that I've made in my life. I have been through so much stuff that I have put my own self in and through and. And imagine if I would have just sat in that unforgiveness, I would not have been able to progress or I would not have been able to move forward with my life because I would have just kept that same mindset of being the Lashonda that I was versus the Lashonda that God is creating me and called me to be. If I was to sit in my unforgiveness, I would be missing out on some of the relationships that mean the most to me right now and that are helping me in my spiritual journey as we are moving in faith today. The dangers of unforgiveness can cut deep. If we're not careful, unforgiveness can really change who we are and the way we show up in the world. It can lead to bitterness, stagnation, resentment, and even hinder our spiritual growth most of the time society will tell us that we're weak when we forgive other people because if people do something to us then we need to stand on business and we need to let them know not to play about us and this and that and a third but really to me what's weak is not being able to forgive not being able to take your hurts and offenses to God and let him know that you're hurt now this isn't to say that you can't feel the way that you feel that you can't be hurt or you can't be upset or disappointed and frustrated but I am letting you know that it's not healthy to sit in those emotions or that unforgiveness. If you don't forgive, then you're going to be stuck in the mental prison of the offense. And nine times out of 10, the people who are offending us and hurting us, sometimes they're just going on with their lives and they're sleeping peacefully while we're the ones who are upset and ruminating over those things again and again and again. In Colossians 3 and 13, Paul was talking to us about a new life in Christianity, and he was reminding us that in order for us to live our new life, we must make an allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. He said, remember that the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Jesus already told us that we were going to be offended. Jesus already told us that we were going to be hurt, but we have to make a decision to forgive because that's what what is commanded of us. We need to forgive as the Lord forgave us. When I read the footnotes, it kind of shifted my perspective because it said forgiving others starts by remembering how much God has forgiven us. Is it difficult for you to forgive someone who has wronged you a little when God has forgiven you so much? Realizing God's infinite love and forgiveness for you can help you to love and forgive others. Let God worry about the wrongs that you've suffered. Don't squander your life in bitter heating. Be renewed in joy and love. We have to remind ourselves that forgiveness is not an emotion. It is a decision, so it's not something that you feel like you know what I feel like forgiving them today or not. Nah, I, I feel like I'm over it. You have to make sure that every time that feeling of the offense comes up, every time you think about it again, even if you said with your mouth that you've forgiven them in the past, if you feel that anger and that frustration, you need to take that to God and ask Him to help you to forgive again. Forgiveness is an ongoing flow; it's not a one-time thing. For some things, you know, something small, maybe somebody cut you off in traffic and it's like you know what whatever I'm not even gonna worry about that um you know you get upset and then you don't think about that again but when there when the offense cuts deep when it's a heartbreaking offense when it's something that just catches you off guard or just shocks you completely that type of forgiveness can be hard not to mention if the actions are lingering or constant um or if you have forgiven somebody for something and they continue to do the same thing I was listening to a sermon by Tony Evans and he was talking about forgiveness and he talked about and defined forgiveness in two different ways. One, he described as unilateral forgiveness when we have to forgive somebody on our own without the involvement of our offender. And then he talked about transactional forgiveness. Now, transactional forgiveness is the type that we're probably the most common with, but I really want to dive into the unilateral. If you don't know what the transactional forgiveness is, that's when you have a transaction with the person who has offended you. Maybe they apologize to you. Um, You all may have some reconciliation. You may agree to go separate ways. You may um, agree to disagree. Um, Things may change. The relationship may change, but that's transactional. You have that opportunity to speak with the person that has offended you. The challenging one when I was listening to him was that unilateral. The word unilateral means to do something on your own. I know you've seen that post when it's like real maturity happens when you learn to accept the apology that you never got or you learn to move forward without that apology. That is real maturity. Unilateral forgiveness is one of the most challenging types because when you don't get that apology and you don't get that sorry and you're just sitting in that feeling of being wrong, it can be challenging to forgive, right? Like if somebody does something to you and they don't even ask for forgiveness, they don't even apologize. And you're just thinking in your head or you're hurt or you're upset or you're enraged about something that they did and they don't even see it as wrong. Or he even spoke about not having the opportunity. Some of the people that we may have to forgive have passed on and we don't have that opportunity to have that reconciliation with them. We don't have the opportunity to have a conversation with them. So what do you do then? Do you just sit around in that unforgiveness and allow bitterness to take root in your life? Do you just sit around with that unforgiveness and allow yourself to be sitting in stagnation? unforgiveness can cost you way more than it will ever cost the offender if you are not able to let it go so much so that it can hinder our spiritual growth because when God taught us how to pray in Matthew 6 he also instructed us to forgive other people Matthew 6 14 and 15 says for if you forgive other people when they sin against you your heavenly father will also forgive you but If you do not forgive others, their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. And how crazy is that? Just think about that. You go to repent to God and he doesn't want to forgive you because you're not able to forgive other people. Girl, no, it's a no for me. It's a big no for me. When I looked at that, I'm like, dang, God, like just because I don't forget somebody else. Like, did you see what they did? I know you did because you see everything. But wow. Wow. Another time that Jesus was talking to the disciples in Mark 11, he was talking to them about how they can pray for anything and it will happen. But right after. So starting at 24, Jesus said, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first, forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins, too. Looking down at the footnotes in the New Living Translation version, it said forgiving others is tough work, so much so that many people would rather do something totally distasteful than offer forgiveness to someone who has wronged them. It goes on to say, a person praying while bearing a grudge, however, is like a tree sprouting leaves and bearing no fruits. You will be bearing no fruit in your prayers if you are holding grudges against other people? Wow. That was eye-opening. It said that truth faith changes the heart. Real prayer dismantles pride and vengeance, filling the holes with love. Real faith seeks peace. Harmony and forgiveness must be evident in the body of believer. Let go of hurts. Abandon grudges and forgive others. So that right there lets me know that as we're praying, if we don't even know how to forgive other people, that is something that we can pray for and ask God to help us with. We can do nothing apart from God anyway. So if you're struggling to forgive, let God know that I believe that trying to let go of a grudge on your own is hard. I've dealt with this and I've even tricked myself into believing that, you know what, I'm over something when my actions are showing that I wasn't, even though I may have in my mind felt like, well, you know what, I haven't talked about that or I haven't thought about that um, in a long time. When it comes back up and I still feel those feelings of just irritation or just, you know how you think about something, you get mad all over again. That's the perfect time right there to pray. God, please help me to forgive this. Lord God, I I can't do this by myself. God, I'm praying right now that you change my attitude about this. I'm praying right now that you change my mind about this. Lord God, I just pray that you add some positivity into my mind. Jesus, help me to let go. Help me to be willing to let go. Help me to be willing to give this hurt and this pain to you so that you can work and you can move in my life when I'm unable to do so for myself. Just take a moment to think, how would you feel if nobody in your life forgave you for anything that you've ever done to them? Any harm, any offense, anything that you've said, anything that you've done, how would you feel if the very people that are around you who may offend you or make you feel the way, how would you feel if they just never forgave you for the things that maybe you have said on a bad day or the times where you weren't feeling your best? It would be unfair. We have to understand that some of the things that happen to us, they are not a direct reflection of us. Most of the time it has to do with what other people are going through, what other people have going on. So we really need to extend grace just as God extend grace to us. And we need to be merciful with other people. Forgiveness does not mean that you have to forget what happened. Forgiveness does not mean that you have to reconcile with the person. Forgiveness just means that you are going to give yourself a a chance and make a decision to free yourself from the shackles of bitterness, from the shackles of stagnation, from the shackles of resentment so that you can move forward and you can experience that peace. I'm going to give you all two quick stories before I end this podcast, just about how forgiveness has shown up in my life and how God has been dealing with me on it and how I'm seeing just the positive fruit of that. So one of my girlfriends, uh, we've been cool for a very long time but when we were very early on within our friendship um I was doing and saying stuff that I didn't even know was offending her and it wasn't until we recently just got close that she was able to share these things with me and I'm just like wow I had no idea that I was making you feel that way and when she was sharing with me that the specific examples of the stuff I was saying and stuff I was doing I'm like girl I am sorry, like I had no idea that me joking or me playing around or, you know, some of the stuff that I was saying that you was taking it as snarky. And one thing that she said that really stuck out to me was that In those moments, she prayed and she asked God, God, why, why does LaShonda keep saying this stuff? Why does LaShonda keep acting this way? And in her um, prayer time, God was telling her, you know, to just forgive me, to give me grace, to give me time and to, you know, not take things so personal. And one thing that she said that really stuck out to me in our conversation was that if she would have stuck to her unforgiveness, she said that she felt like she would have even been missing out on the sisterhood that we have. Like she needs the sisterhood that I offer to her. And that it's not just a one way street of meeting her, but her feeling like my friendship is valuable to her as well. Now, here we are years later, and this is one of my friends that I pray with the most just on the uh, the last episode when I was talking about the shedding season. This is my sister that I called when I was going through and I just needed her to pray for me. So it was just amazing that her forgiveness for me allowed for me to still have space in her life and for our relationship to be what it is today. If she would have just been moving in that unforgiveness, if she would not have listened to God or she would not have even, you know talk to God about the ways that I was offending her, and she would have just let her pride and her ego and her hurt and her bitterness and her just strike that she had towards me take over that would be one of the relationships that i I really value right now that would not be happening and when she said this to me, it really just hit a little different because. I'm just thinking about the times that I was not forgiven to other people that I did not extend that grace. And that brought me back to um, a recent friendship that I basically just rekindled. Now, there's been times where I've had to forgive people who I am no longer in contact with and that was challenging as well because I was in that space of wanting the apology or feeling like um, I want them to know how bad they hurt me or I want them to understand how they made me feel but that's not our space that's not our place we need to take that offense and take that hurt and cast those cares to God and allow him to work and move but Um, just coming back to the friendship that I was I'm just talking about not the one I just was she forgave me but just one where I had to forgive someone else so as I was um, on the prayer call this friend I had not even told her how what she did had hurt my feelings I just kind of lashed out and just cut off contact like you know I'm not gonna allow somebody to make me feel this way I'm not gonna say anything or you know I'm not gonna have a conversation with her and she continued to talk and, you know, reach out like Instagram DM or um she even was like getting on the prayer call and things like that. And I just got to be honest with y'all because I was hurt about it. And I didn't realize that my feelings was hurt until I literally started praying and asking God, why do I feel this way? Like what is going on? And a lot of times our unforgiveness is coming from hurt feelings, and, and we're just putting our pride in a way, and we're not allowing ourselves to say, you know what, she hurt my feelings, or you know what, I was disappointed by what happened. It's more so like, mm mm, they got me messed up, and that's it, that's all. So, to speed this story up, I had a conversation with her because she was reaching out to me, you know, talking about the podcast and congratulating me on launching it and things like that, and I could see in those conversations where she was reaching out that she had no idea that she had hurt my feelings. And I just had to have a conversation with her like, Hey girl, you know, I know we haven't talked in a while. Um, and I was, I was putting myself out there. Y'all It was not easy. I was putting myself out there and I was vulnerable, but I did pray to God before having this conversation. He let me know, like, you need to have that conversation with her. And I did. And she, she didn't even realize the things that she did had hurt my feelings. Um, we were able to move forward. I apologized for anything that I had done to hurt her because we just never know what we do or how we can make people feel. And y'all, we was just moving forward and we was doing a Bible study that next week and be on the phone just talking and cackling like, you know, things didn't even happen. But that was just an illustration of forgiveness when somebody extended it to me. And I got that explanation and then giving myself the opportunity to be vulnerable and have that conversation with my friend. And I'm happy that I did. I'm happy that I was able to extend that forgiveness. And I am just encouraging you to think about the dangers of unforgiveness and how it can show up in your life. I'm not saying you have to reconnect with everybody. I'm not saying you have to um, tell people that you are extending that forgiveness to them. But you would be surprised how opening up your heart to forgiving other people will allow God to permeate those relationships and to just give you revelation about what that does for you and what that does for someone else. The last example that I want to give um, from my personal life is that. I recently extended forgiveness to someone now long before I was I've even had a conversation with her, but I was thinking that I was extending forgiveness to her. And I just every time somebody brought her up or every time, you know, um, conversations would be had, I, I still just had that little icky feeling. And this is where you have to constantly ask God for their um, support and forgiveness I asked him, God, help me to forgive, help me to change my mind about this. And as we had conversation, um, this is another woman that I did have conversation with. She really broke down the reason that she was acting in the way that she was. And it helped me to understand that perspective of Sometimes it's not even you. It it could be something that somebody else is going through. And I believe that's why God urges us to pray for everybody, to pray about everything. He even tells us to pray for our enemies and That may seem and sound absurd, but that's just what God calls us to do. So I really just pray that you are able to see how unforgiveness can be dangerous in your life and that you are opening your mind and heart to extend forgiveness to yourself, to other people, and to accept the forgiveness that God gives you. It's time to make a choice. Will you allow unforgiveness to constantly take over your life or are you willing to make a decision to free yourself from the shackles of unforgiveness? Thank you so much again for listening to this episode of the faith in the podcast. I'll talk to y'all soon. I did link a Bible plan down in the show notes, choosing forgiveness. So if you have the YouVersion Bible app, feel free to check that out. I really encourage you to get in the word, learn about forgiveness, learn about what it is. Remember that it is not an emotion. It's a decision and it's not going to always be immediate. Sometimes it takes time. I love y'all so much. I'll talk to y'all next week on our next episode of the Faith In It podcast.